Hello you guys and welcome back to another episode of Walking Directions with me, Natalie Beeson. I'm so excited to be back another episode. And it's so weird because my last episode I was recording in Paris and now this episode I am recording in Michigan. So I'm back in the States and I want to go back in time and talk a little bit about Paris Fashion Week. But something about being back in the States in the fall time and all the homecoming events coming up reminded me of college and college experiences. And I know this is a really important and maybe even hard time if you're in college right now. And so I really wanted to make a whole entire podcast episode about college. And maybe even some of these tips are things that you can bring into post-grad life. I think a lot of them are. Like tips on productivity, how I got a good GPA in college, choosing a major, making a community, being happy in college. I did not have the best four years, so I want to touch a little bit on that. And things that I wish I would have done maybe in college to make my experience better instead of kind of just sitting in my sorrows. So before we get started with that, though, I want to debrief on the past week which was Paris Fashion Week. And it was so weird because whenever I was going through different Fashion Week events and going out at night, it reminded me so much of college. And I went to college at a small Midwestern like university. It was nothing fancy. It was not a private school. And I thought it was so funny that this little cornfield town reminded me of Paris Fashion Week or vice versa. And... Yeah, so I went to college, Ball State, I said that in my last episode, and when I went to college, I it was like kind of a, a party school, I guess, because there's not a whole lot else to do in Indiana, and so whenever I would go out, people would always be like, what's your name? And I was dating an athlete all four years of college, and so a lot of the parties were like sport parties or athlete parties, and so people would ask me what sport I played. And I always thought it was just so weird that that was the most interesting thing they could think to ask me was what sport I played. But it was just, you know, an easy conversation starter. And so obviously I would say my name's Natalie and I I would say I'm not playing a sport or I don't play a sport here. I would just say I was dating someone that played a sport. And um, it's weird because at Fashion Week people would say, what's your name? And like, who did you walk for? Or what parties do you have tonight? And it was just so weird because it reminded me so much of like the social ladder at my college where it was cool if you did certain sports or if you were in certain clubs or in certain fraternities or sororities and it really brought me back. So I think that my college experience was not the best socially, but it was 100% the best four years of growth in terms of personal development and academically. I learned so much. I learned a lot about myself as a person and ways that I want to carry myself going forward in life. And it's this really cool situation that you're in when you're in college because you can do whatever. There really is not a whole lot or as many consequences as there will be post-grad in college to mess up. Like, You can switch around your major a thousand times and you can date different people and you can live in different places in your college town. Maybe you do online school, maybe you do in person, like you can get new internship opportunities. You have so many academic resources at your fingertips. You're surrounded by some of the most brilliant people in their fields. Like I think I took for granted how resourceful professors are and like our school had a... Um, learning center 
where you could go on top of classes and people would tutor you or you could just talk about it or um, whatever you needed to do at the learning center. But I, I think that when you're in college, you almost forget what a privilege it is because it is such an overwhelming experience and you, I know I felt spread very thin. Um, so I kind of want to give some tips now that I'm 24 on how to thrive socially, academically, and personally in college. And I want to hit all three because I think all three of those, feeling like you're excelling in all three is how you have excellent college experience. I was not thriving socially and I was barely thriving personally in college. Like my personal life was not doing super well or me as a person on the inside was not doing super well. And so I really only had academics going for me for a big part of the time. And even though college is an academic experience, that alone was not enough for me to say I had a great college experience. So I want you guys to have a better one than maybe I did. I um, lived, I guess I'll I'll debrief my college experience. um, And then we can go into like tips. But I lived with multiple roommates every single year, which is something that I was very fortunate to do and I loved. It taught me a lot about living with people and I made a lot of mistakes as a roommate. I know I have had roommates that maybe weren't great fits for me, nothing personal. Um, I feel very lucky, honestly, that none of my roommates were like crazy. It was just good to learn how to live with other people and I also double majored. I did bio with a pre-med um, and then nursing. And I also got a minor in leadership, but I don't even really know if that counts as a minor because we would just mess around. Honestly, it was the most relaxed minor if you need to add a little something to your resume. It's been a great talking point in all of my postgrad interviews. Leadership minors are, I, I would recommend. Um, and then I also had three jobs through a lot of my college experience. so. I was really lacking personal time because I was also in a relationship, trying to maintain these friendships, so busy with school and work, and then also trying to maintain these relationships with my roommates and help keep a clean environment. It was a lot, and I don't think people talk about it enough in college how you don't always need to be going and doing something. Like, I am such a person of FOMO, and... If my roommate said that they were going out to get Mexican, even if I did not want Mexican, was not hungry, and didn't want to be around people, I would say yes. And I was not showing up. I was not showing up for people because I wasn't even showing up for myself. I wasn't giving myself 30 minutes of just like breathing on my own. So that's one thing that I definitely regret. I also did not meditate at all in college. I I knew about meditation, but I was like, oh, I don't have time for it. Now in my life, if I feel like I'm saying I don't have time for meditation, I will meditate twice as long as I would if I feel like I have time for it because that's when you need meditation the most. And when I meditate now at 24, I am so much more productive in my activities throughout that day. I just like, there's an ease to my work and I remember things so much better. I am able to do more things in a shorter period of time, which is exactly the kind of resource you need when you are in college. And finally, I really didn't have a strong sense of faith or spirituality. I now, like, am very focused on 
my relationship with God and some people might say you know that's the relationship with the universe or whatever higher being if you do believe in one um, and that is something that's helped me a lot navigate different situations or navigate emotions within myself and it was something that I didn't have in college that I, I wish I would have focused a little bit more on because I think especially in my college experience everyone is so heavily focused on like the going out culture or focused on who's dating who or who is friends with who or how do I even get through this class and there's no focus on who you are as a person and what this experience is doing to bring you to the next level in your adult life because you're not always going to have your college town to fall back on maybe you will I guess there are people that might work in their college or I don't know maybe work at their college bar forever um but I wish that I would have taken a step back and looked within and looked at the actions that I was doing in college, I would just follow everyone because it seemed like we were all doing the same things. We all went to class. We all would complain about the 8 a.m.s and we would all go to class until like 3 p.m. And we would come home and just kind of sit in front of the TV and do some last minute homework. And then we would go out to eat and then we would get ready with all of our roommates and then we would go out. And like, it was so much fun. But that did not serve me every single weekend, and I wish I would have thought more about that. So I, when I was getting ready to talk about this, I did a bunch of research because I was kind of curious what other people thought made a college experience good. And I found this study um, from two colleges in Korea, and they found that various activities, personal characteristics, and the choice of your major is the greatest contributors or are the greatest contributors to increase satisfaction in your college experience and then they also found that above all of that happiness was very closely linked with a sense of community so if you're in this season of maybe not loving your college experience um i kind of wanted to like dive into ways that i think we can work to use that research and improve all of those categories that I just mentioned from that study to try to improve your college experience and I also want to try to help you improve your grades because grades are very important and I feel very lucky that I, I did very well in college and I think it's because I have a few academic pointers but I'm going to start socially how to increase your sense of community and um, ways to get involved in different activities I know this sounds so dumb because my mom would always tell me this and I'd be like, no mom, I don't want to do it. Like, it sounds so, oh, it just reminds me of like some weird, like, I, I never wanted to do this, but join a club. And I know it sounds so cliche and so not like a way to spend your Tuesday night. I joined this club called EIL and I don't even really know what we were getting out of the club, but I do know I met one of my very best friends. Like, she will be in my wedding. She was my roommate for one of the years of college and the funny thing is we were from the same hometown and we had never met each other before like in our hometown but we met at EIL and we became like best friends and we went through everything together until she graduated like two years before me or a year before me um and so anyway we joining a club even if it is just for a semester or for a year really helps you get involved it gives you something to put on your resume it gives you like we had a, a leader of our club that was part of the college of oh, i don't know what college she was a part of but like 
more of an artistic college, which I had no ties to because I was a strict science major. Um, it gives you just more ties to meet more people that you're not going to meet in your majors. Then, speaking of majors, I had a rule and it was one friend per class rule. And we don't need to be best friends with these people, but we're going to make a friend in every single class. Someone to sit next to, and I don't care how awkward it is on the first day, but you are going to scan the room when you walk in and pick someone that looks like they are kind and attentive and a good student. And I know that looks are not everything, so this is really a gamble here, but pick someone, sit down, and we're going to be their friend. This has so many benefits. One, you already have something in common. You already have something to talk about, the class. So it's not that weird, awkward, like, what do we talk about? What commonalities do we have in this friendship? You have something. You have a way that you can hang out with them if you want by saying, do you want to study for XYZ assignment or test or whatever? And then if you're ever in a pinch with this class, say you don't remember if the homework is due today or tomorrow, or say you can't figure out this one problem, you have someone that you can ask. There are so many ways that this benefits you, and it, it is awkward, especially... If you don't feel like always talking but having one friend per class has never done me wrong <laughs> and then finally this is kind of a privilege in some ways but if you have a car or have the ability to have an off-campus job that is where I met a lot of my other friends in college because you are off campus so you kind of get a breather it, it feels like a reset in some ways because the people that come into this business if it is one I this is embarrassing. I worked at a tanning salon. I do not support tanning anymore. As soon as I became a nursing major, I stopped doing it because I I didn't really realize how bad it was until, until I learned. And that was definitely on me. But I did meet a lot of great girls through that salon. And some of them are still my friends to this day. And some of them ended up having the same major as me. Um, so it was just a really good way to meet people and then the people that were coming into the tanning salon they weren't students from my college and so it was nice and refreshing to see the community outside of like the little bubble of college it was just a refresh so that's socially now academically and this is kind of where I thrive and so I would say if you are struggling academically try all of these tips and know that it's a privilege to get your education and I know it sucks and it takes a lot of time and a lot of brain power but there are thousands of people that wish that they could be under the same stress that you are and the stress in a weird twisted way is a privilege so first off office hours again something that is so unbelievably cringy but I swear these make a difference in your GPA and in your future job applications I had a teacher that he taught orgo he graduated from princeton and he wrote my letter of recommendation for several of my um positions that i was applying to post-grad how cool does it look to have an organic chemistry teacher from princeton writing your cover or your letter of recommendation and then i also had another teacher that I think this was my phys, or maybe it was anatomy. I can't remember if it was phys or anatomy, but one of them, I had a B. And I went to office hours every single time that they were available. I think it was twice a week. Even if it was something as silly as like, really enjoyed this about the lecture. You kind of have to be a kiss ass. 
And when the semester was wrapping up and I was not happy with my grade, I went back into office hours and said, is there any additional work I can do to boost my grade a little bit? Didn't have to do any work, boosted my grade to an A. It pays off to show up and professors can tell when you're putting in the effort and they're willing to help you a lot more than if you email them after the final exam saying, crap, I do not like my GPA. When you can build that relationship with them, they're so much more likely to help you. Then... I um, would sit in the T-zone, which is basically like the first two rows or then right up the middle. That way the professor is like looking at you and I feel like subconsciously then if you ever need help or, you know, do show up to office hours, they can kind of put a name and a face together and be like, oh no, I definitely see her showing up every single week. And then another tip, uh, divide up how much you are spending on your college tuition and like the classes and everything to figure out how much you are truly spending each class. It helped me so much. I was spending something like $215 every single class, like every single 50 minute period, I was spending 200 plus dollars to sit there. And that makes you show up when you realize you just flushed $200 worth of knowledge down the train because you were being lazy and didn't want to walk 15 minutes to class. So that's another piece of advice if you're struggling in the motivation department. And then my last piece of advice, treat school like it's a job because it really is your job right now. So between classes, I would go to the library or pick like a little study corner in the building that I was in instead of going home or dinking around on my phone. Say I had an 8 a.m. and then I had a break and then I had like a class at noon. I would go to the class from 8 to 9 and then I would set up shop somewhere and study for those three hours and then go to my class from noon to one and then I would usually try to stay on campus until about three and then I would go home and so when you are able to just like really block out that time not only do your grades get better but it's a lot easier to balance social life and academic life and I didn't need to do as much stuff on the weekends because I was doing that Monday through Friday instead of just you have so many weird periods of time in college I think it's really easy to not use good time management skills and just waste that weird 45 minutes you have here and there but if you're really utilizing that that's going to pay off in the weekend when you want to go do fun stuff with your friends then last category here personal development i think one of the most important things to accept with college is you are really gonna f up a lot you are going to make a lot of mistakes you are zero years old in the world of adulthood you have nothing you have no knowledge and that is okay because no one around you does and no one expects you to have it figured out. You are probably going to do a lot of things that you regret and you're going to think are really cringy looking back on. You might date people that you regret. You might be friends with people that you regret. You might act in ways that you regret. But the point of it is that you learn something. And I'm not saying go around and be careless, but accept that it's okay if you messed up and Realize what you learned from it and then move on and don't let yourself do it again. I also think my school did a counseling service so you could get free counseling like once a week and I did not take advantage of that. But if your school does that, college is a hard and confusing time. You are far from home, far from anything familiar maybe. And you have a lot of emotions on top of a lot of stress. I think it would be so useful to use those free counseling services if your school provides them. 
And then going back to the thing that I started talking about at the beginning of this episode. Carve out 30 minutes, at least, at least 30 minutes every day to take care of you. I know college is a time of friendship and maybe you are in a relationship, maybe you're not. And I know you would give so willingly those 30 minutes to your friends if they needed you. But the truth is you need you and you cannot be a good friend and you cannot be a good student or a good employee if you're not good. You are going to make such better and stronger friendships and your friends are going to benefit from it if you show up for you first. And we can multitask here. Maybe you listen to a lecture while you go for a walk. Maybe you do a quick five minute meditation and a little workout. Whatever you need and maybe taking care of you looks like watching Netflix in bed for 30 minutes. But you deserve that. You deserve thinking about what you truly need to give to yourself to feel loved 30 minutes a day. Maybe you even have to wake up earlier. I mean, we still want to be getting our eight hours, but I I wish that I would have done that in college because I think it would have shown up for other people a lot better. So that was kind of a lot at once. I made a little like notes page. I decided to make an outline this time because my last episode was kind of all over the place. But if you're going through a tough season in college, I hope you know you're not alone. It does not necessarily need to be the best four years of your life, but it is a privilege to get these four years. And so make sure that you are recognizing the blessing that it is to get an education. And you can also recognize in the same way that it doesn't need to be the most glamorous Hollywood party, friends everywhere college experience. It's... Whatever it is to you that is okay, as long as you are taking care of yourself and working towards your future, uh, that's what college is about. And I am sending you guys lots of love. Follow the Walking Directions Instagram, it's just at Walking Directions. Um, you can follow me on TikTok, NataliaXElise. You can follow me on YouTube, Natalie Elise, And you can follow me on Instagram, my personal account, Natalie.Beeson. Otherwise, I will see you guys all next week. I hope you have a good week and we can check back in to see how college is going. <laughs>